Appreciate the Lord for another opportunity to be back at your way of listening. I'm thankful for God's mercy that renews every morning, His compassions that never fail. I'm thankful He's not a God afar off, but nigh to those that be of a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I'm so thankful that I made that decision over five years ago. October 16th, 2016, I got established in the Lord. I got saved. I got born again. I got a clean spirit. He wiped the slate clean. And I had been the same ever since. The old man died. A new man was born in me. And I'm so thankful the old habits and bad things were all washed away in the blood to never brought back to God's remembrance again. I'm so thankful they're under the blood. And the, the song says, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's the only way that you can have a full and complete cleansing of the Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit that it talked about that God would send back when He died at the cross of Calvary. He shed His blood. He left the splendor of heaven. How beautiful it must have been. But He left anyway because love compelled Him to leave. Love compelled Him to come down and suffer the way that He suffered. They spit upon Him. They just beat Him to a pulp. You couldn't even recognize who He was by how bad they beat His face in. They just they beat Him just... But like no man has ever been beat or ever will be beaten. He, he suffered like no man ever has. But I'm so thankful that he did because if he didn't die for us, we wouldn't have the Holy Spirit. We wouldn't have a place to go to called heaven. We would have all perished already. Judgment would have come because God is grieved with the nation. God's grieved with his people because they sinned against him. The first days when he made the first humans, Adam and Eve, they sinned against him by eating that tree of good and evil. They made a choice. God gave them the choice. He said, don't eat of it or else you'll die. And they let the flesh work upon them. They let the flesh, the, the lust of the eyes work upon them by looking at that fruit. That was the only fruit they couldn't have was that fruit of, fruit of the good and evil. Yet, So this flesh, you know, today when we want something bad enough, this, it starts to work on us. We know it's not right, but the flesh starts to get weak. We start looking at it every day. It starts speaking to us. The devil works on us. And then by the, before you know it, by the time it comes to pass, you've already taken part of it. You've, you've taken something in, whether it's drugs or cigarettes or uh, alcohol or just all kinds of types of things or even worse to the very dark things as, such as murder and different things like that. This flesh is literally capable of anything is what I'm trying to say. It's very dangerous. I hate my flesh. I know what's in my flesh. I've been tempted by it for a long time. The devil's been working on me all the time, but I'm thankful that I have the overcomer on the inside now. But see, this flesh is capable of anything on this earth. It can do anything that's evil. It's very bad. It's very dangerous. And I suggest you take it very serious on what you do. If you're a Christian today, don't let the devil take a hold of your mind. Don't take, let the devil take a hold of your flesh. He's the God of this flesh. He's the God of this world because most of this world don't really know Jesus personally. That's what I want to be able to be, that man that shares the gospel as much as I can, as far as I can. I love people. I don't hate people. I want people to get to heaven. I don't want them to be counterfeited by the devil. He loves people that are religious. He loves people that don't really know him personally. That's his greatest tool is religion. And I'm talking about somebody that doesn't really know him personally. This is a personal experience. 
and grace, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Most people don't preach a broken heart and a contrite spirit. They've never even heard of that. They're too busy trying to pad their back pocket. These preachers are not really preaching the word of God. They're not really preaching about a place called hell and, sh- and how they should shun hell but gain heaven. See, they're not really telling them how to get there. All they care about is their salary. I guarantee if you took their salary away from the you know, the church there, they would move on to another church or greener pasture, so to speak. They don't really care about the souls that are in need. They don't really care where the souls are going to go. They might mention it every now and then, but most of what they talk about is giving. Blessed are, you know, people are going to be blessed if they give rather to, than receive. They, they butcher the scripture. They twist them to suit their own fancy. I, it just grieves my heart to see people that are being confused. And you talk to people, they claim they're Christians, but when I talk to them for just a short time, they start talking about all kinds of crazy things and things that people have made up in the church that doesn't really correspond with the scriptures of the Bible, the King James Version. It's just very confused, and it grieves my heart that they really don't understand. I don't blame them. I just blame the devil and this rotten flesh, people that are standing behind the pulpit, so-called preaching the Word of God. They're not preaching. All they're doing is trying to get your money. I, I don't suggest you give any of your money to these preachers on the TV stations, on the radio. I don't want your money. I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to make a big name for myself. I could care less if you even ever know my name. All I want you to know is who Jesus is, what he did at Calvary, how he shed his blood for every man, boy, woman, and girl, for you, for me, for everybody that ever has been born and everybody that will be born in the future. He died for everybody. I'm so thankful that he did. Without him, we would be just consumed. We would go straight to hell because this flesh is rotten. We've sinned against the Almighty God. We're born in sin, shaped of iniquity. We're As a little child, we come out speaking lies. You don't have to teach a child to do evil. That comes natural. That's because it's in this flesh. Ever since Adam and Eve ate of that tree of good and evil, this flesh has died. It's committed sin. They knew they were naked. They didn't know before that when they ate of that tree, they had understanding about it. And they soaked fig leaves together and covered themselves. And God said, who told thee that thou wast naked? Did you do the thing that I told you not to do and eat of that fruit? And they did. And God had to deal with them. He said, now it's pronounced upon you that you're going to die from here on. We can see the life expectancy. We can see how it's decreased over the years and years. It's just getting less and less and less. It was 900 and something years back then. And it would just, it continued to drop dramatically. And today people are getting lucky to barely live to age 60 nowadays. It's, it's a pitiful society that we live in. Judgment is coming. We're living in the Laodicean church age. We're living in the Saturday evening times. So, so to speak, spiritually speaking, we're in the last days. Jesus is coming soon. I can feel him inside my heart. He's, he's making himself known and judgment's coming. We can see, we read about the Bible, you know, the things that are going on, wars and rumors of wars and all kinds of murders and just newness and nakedness, perverseness across all the face of the earth that talked about in the Bible. That's what all those things that named them all off and it's, it's coming to pass right now. It's happening right now. And I just know that God's coming back real soon. And I suggest you don't waste any more time. Give your heart to God. Really cry out to him with all your heart. Bring a broke heart. If God's really convicting your heart as you listen to my message here or if you've heard it before, 
before and things are happening to you, bad things are happening and you're starting to get convicted. You're trying to push the word of God away from you. And the more you push it away from you, the more worse things that happen to you. That's when God, that's, he's trying to save you. He's trying to speak to you. Don't, don't push it away. Open up your heart to him. It's the best decision that you'll ever make in life. I've tried to live on both sides. I've lived on it. I've already lived in the way of sin. I've lived the way of the devil and the way he tried to leave me that broad way that led to destruction. All I ever did was destruct everything in my life. It destroyed me. I had so much trouble. I was a young boy. I had void of understanding. I was blinded by the God of this world. I didn't really know how to talk to anybody. I didn't know really what to say. I didn't know really how to convert like hold a conversation with anybody but I'm so thankful that God you don't have to have a conversation audibly it all comes from your heart and that's he knew exactly what I was trying to say I didn't know how to pray I didn't know how to study I didn't know how to do anything really but I'm so thankful that I had a sinner's prayer I cried out with all of my heart I said Lord have mercy upon me a sinner I've come short Lord I don't know what to do I'm so I'm so, I'm so troubled on the inside I'm so depressed I'm angry I just don't know what to say. I don't know how to pray, but Lord, I need peace. I need joy. I need true love in my heart. I'm so tired of living this way. I, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard my cry and delivered me from every trouble that I've had. He delivered me. It felt like a, a weight of just a bag full of bricks was lifted off my shoulders. I felt like I was just floating when I cried out to him like that. When I finally gave my heart to God, I was determined that day. I felt like I can just remember that day like it was yesterday. It was October 6th. 2016 I remember I was in church I was sitting in the back of the church at that time in the chair I remember the Holy Spirit already dealing with me he was just working on me and speaking to me in such a tender precious way and I was trying to take heed to the word of God finally after seven long years of sin sinful and sinful and sinful over and over the same sins after that long time I finally was taking heed to the word of God it came again the second time don't let it go again don't let it go the third or fourth time if you're back again get saved today but I was in the back of my chair I was in the knees of my heart my my head was bowed down heavy I really didn't know what to do but I know the Holy Spirit was beckoning me and speaking to me and telling me it was my time I would never get the word of God dealing with me like this again if I didn't give up my heart right then and right there then God would have just took me on to hell he would have sent me to hell I would have went there as an intruder because I've heard the word of God I knew what it means to be saved I knew what he did for me at Calvary but see I knew all of that and I still was not saved you see I had to have a personal experience in grace I had to give my heart to God all of my heart that broken heart and that contrite spirit I had a a little session that I had in my bunk bed that I was crying a little bit I had a few tears run down my face but see I wasn't giving my heart you see it's not just a tears it's not just a water baptism it's not just turning over a new leaf having a prayer after a preacher giving your alms to the church giving your money to the poor all that's good fine and dandy but see if you don't give your heart to God if you never remember a time where you cried out to God with all of your heart with that broken heart and contrite spirit if you never felt Jesus come inside your heart and really just make you brand new you felt peace you felt joy for the first time
time in your life. You really got satisfied. You wasn't trying to run in the old ways that you used to drink and smoke and just do drugs and do all kinds of types of things. You're tired of those. Those things fall off of you. If you really put out the effort, if you really become a Christian, if you really do your praying and studying, all those things fall off of you. I didn't want to cuss no more. I didn't want to do all the things and sinful habits that I committed. I didn't want to do those no more. I didn't have to quit them. It quit me. And it just, it gave me so much peace and joy. That's why I stretch it so much to get saved today. Don't waste any more time. Don't listen to the devil. He said, for me, he said, why don't you wait in a family? Get a big bank account. Get some cars. Get some kids. Get a big old house. Get everything in line and in order. Then later, maybe at 40, 50, 60 years old, then you can get saved. Then God can bless you and use you. And But I'm so thankful that God had plans for me. He, he said, no, you get saved now. I was 20 years old in the back of that chair, the back church in that chair. I, I was crying. I, I didn't care who saw me this time. I, my head was bowed down heavy. My heart was on the floor. I was just crying out to God with all of my heart. I said, Lord, please, I don't want to live this way any longer. I was determined that day. I got out of my chair when church was over. I went to the preacher that was preaching that day. I said, I, I feel like I need to get saved. I feel like I may have, but I'm not sure. He said, go home and do some more praying. Don't give up. Keep praying till the light breaks through when God, he'll make it known to you. And I'm thankful I got in my truck on the way home. I was crying out with all of my heart. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to say, but I was just crying out for mercy and forgiveness of my sins. I knew I was a sinner. If I died in that condition, I could have died in a car wreck in that truck there. But God had his hand upon me. He was in the passenger seat encouraging me and telling me I got saved. I got saved because the tears stopped flowing. The tears stopped flowing down my face and I felt peace in my heart for the first time in my life and it was so wonderful heaven came down and glory filled my soul but immediately after I prayed right there the devil took hold of my mind again you see he's he's the god of this flesh he said no you didn't get saved you really didn't get born again you you know better than that you're too stupid you're too ignorant but he's right about being ignorant and stupid but see I know what God put inside my heart I know I got peace I know I got joy but he worked on me for two straight weeks telling me that I wasn't saved and God was just making himself known to me. I would open up the Bible. He would encourage me with scriptures. He would speak to me. He would bring songs to my mind. And one day, it was like a, a whirlwind from heaven came down inside my soul. And at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. That song came to my heart, and it gave me peace. It gave me comfort that I knew I have already been saved. I've already been born again. And I, the devil can't undo what God has done in my heart. I'm so thankful this salvation salvation is eternal, eternal life. He said, my, my sheep have eternal life. We are sealed unto the day of redemption. I'm so thankful there's not 30 or 60 or 90 day plan. God has an eternal salvation plan. He's still in the soul saving business. I'm so thankful that he's, he specializes in hard cases. I was a hard case. I tell everybody a lot of the times when I come in contact with them, if God can save me, he can save you. I was a sinner. I was just one that really just rebelled. I had the word of God every single Sunday and Wednesday. Think about that. I had it every Sunday and Wednesday really being preached and I didn't take heed to it for seven long years. Just think about all the days that are wasted. All those Sundays and Wednesdays. I wasted it. I could have been saved or I could have been one of my friends and my family, but I suggest you do some praying. I see my time's about gone. May God bless you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.